make it move, Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move the bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it All right, this bitch recording <laughs> Then let's get it with episode <laughs> this episode. Uh, 77? The 77? 77. Did we, did we count, um, Jaleel joint? Is it, is it, is it? Nah, that was a, um, we did, we, we called that the pick and roll. Pick and roll like joint? ISO joint. So, but it's, uh, a matter of fact, we're gonna make this easy. You definitely didn't have to throw me under the bus with the, um, liver shot joint. Like, we already, we already conceded that. You had like, I wasn't gonna listen. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm just saying, I, I had to, I had to make sure, cause, you know, you were giving me some pushback. So I had to, you know, be like, hey, I gave you pushback from which, the initial. Which one? Which one? I gave, I gave you a pushback from the initial. Then you you showed me examples, and then we watched the fight when it happened. <laughs> oh, like don't do me like that, bro. Hey, I just had you know, cause so, sometimes you know you gotta you gotta you gotta hear it from a, from what you think what, what you believe to be a legitimate source. You ain't necessarily seen me do nothing, so you might have to be like, okay, I believe this man. Uh, yeah, and to AJ's point, like we've only talked about it as spectators like that's the first professional boxer that we've ever spoken to about it and um i think you know he explained it perfectly because ain't nothing that an organ can do an organ can't get stronger it can't and so like aj has been saying for years you know that liver shot that's the coup de gras man that is absolutely the coup de gras if you put someone down with that and, and, and you know what? I think back to everything I've seen in boxing. Anytime I've seen someone touch the canvas from a body shot, the fight has been over. <laughs> when you get hit, when you get touched in the head, miraculously, sometimes they can still get up. Uh, yeah, go. Look at, um, what's my boy, the, the Gypsy King? What's his name? Tyson Fury. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Until this day, he should have never been able to get up from, but like Jalil said, he got a world-class chin. So he, he dumb too. Yeah, that would I wouldn't have got up. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't have got up. Shit, if I ain't get up, if I don't get up from one, if I don't get up at one, <laughs> yo, that's what I used to do in football. Yo, every time you get smacked, right, just eat, just get up, immediately get up. It ain't go. It don't feel. It don't. It hurt. Yeah, but it feels way better when you immediately. Yeah. When you lay there, you think about it. That's it's like, oh. <laughs> And that's what that's what we were saying. Like that body shot is like when you fall on a fumble and the ball hits you right in the stomach and you try to move and it's like <laughs> that's a fact. Your whole Listen, soul just leave. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? My paid time off is, you know what I'm saying? Um the vacation is over. I see we still zooming because you know, we still being responsible. We, you know what I'm saying, I came from out of the country, so we gonna, you know, quarantine. But I'm got my results back. I'm good, everybody's good. Family's good, so we great. This is episode seventy six. Uh, you know you can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast three man 
weave and gmail.com. I'm your most despised. <laughs> I'm just go ahead and embrace. Let my way start embracing. <laughs> I'm the despised one, the combated one. So I'm here, but here is still go here regardless, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. You already heard like, it. Who I got with me? It's your favorite guy, Cannon. So I, I will not ever relinquish my title. You know, I feel like I'm the people's guy. I'm here to bring the voice of the people, man. <laughs> well, then you also have the middle child. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in between two podcast hosts at once. AJL, President today, Cold World. Um, yeah, man. Oh, don't so touch the Look, Cannon won't drink water the same time I drink water. <laughs> I know, right? So, Hill, how was it waiting for them results? Was it like waiting for, you know, those results when you go to the clinic? Or was it something that you was like, you know what? This ain't even really that bad. I ain't really that nervous. Just go ahead, call me. Same thing. <laughs> it's, it's just, bruh, it's just like, this is like searching WebMD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Searching WebMD, immediately you got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like I said, I got, took the test, got the test, you know, and then we like, I'm sitting there like, wait, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, you start feeling crazy. I'm like, come on now. I'm like, come on now. I mean, we were, That's the mind tricks on you. Yeah, and everything. And I'm like, it's got to be my anxiety, bro. Like, every, it got to be my anxiety. So like I said, Absolutely. it was a, definitely a relief when you get it. And it's like, okay, whew. Whew. And we can move on. You know what's the crazy so thing? Did they do the swab up your nose? Mm-hmm. Crazy thing did you, is, did you see a little piece of your brain come out? Nah. It, it wasn't as bad as they said, though. It's oh, not. They, not. Done, they done switched it now. They're not using the long one. They're using the short one. You had the short one here? Yeah. Yeah, I had the short one. Fun, so the funny thing about this story is I had mine done a week before Hill, before he left, right? So I'm... I know I'm I'm negative, right? But I I, I got I pick Hill up from the airport, so it's like I ain't I, I wore the mask the whole time. I wasn't I wasn't messing around. So, so I was definitely waiting for Hill's results to come in because I was going to say I was like God damn. I was like I'm, Hill need to post some results, but they came back negative. So what I was going to say Hill is you should probably go to the social media and, and you can give tips now on how to travel abroad safely, bro, because you've done it. Oh yeah, I mean, people, people traveling. Yeah, but everybody ain't doing it safely, so you feel yeah. me? I about to say people traveling. I'm out the, I was late to the party. <laughs> yeah, but that was another smart move, making me want to book some. I fit, man. Go ahead, man. Like you say, like, like, go ahead, man. Just like you say, just be responsible, and and just cover up, wear your mask like you supposed to, and just be. We was wiped, like I say, we wiped down everything. And oh, matter of fact, I'm glad you said something. <laughs> we are so behind. We we behind. Uh -huh. Now uh -huh. you. All right, had the layover. We flew out of Baltimore. Then we had the layover in Atlanta. It's two separate American airlines, airports. You know, it was clean. Not saying they were dirty or nothing. You know, everything was clean. Mad mad sanitizer everywhere. You know, everything was good. Not not really bashing. Fly out Cancun. They airport. They got the sanitized team on deck. Every flight, though, every flight that depart, so the, you know the the wait the gates. Every time they depart, they ready. They wiping down the seats. They spraying down everything. They sanitizing everything, and they did that with every flight. And they got. So they're not playing with you, niggas. 
But they got less resources than us. That's that's what makes me so upset about the United States, man. We're supposed to be a premier country. Like, what are we doing with our resources? I mean, everywhere we went, they took. I mean, everywhere we went, they took our temperature. Still had to wear your mask, mm -hmm. and but they was they had the same precautions. But it just seemed like. Like, like, so progressed, they so far ahead of us, and I'm sitting there like, this is That's bad, crazy. right? That's crazy, bro. I'll never forget that meme that said America is a third world country with a Gucci belt it's, on. It's, it's pretty much feeling like it. That's a fact, man. <laughs> That's a fact. But good relax, relaxation trip, you know? Not really, can't ask for much more. I mean, it was our anniversary, so we had to do something. First year anniversary, so. Like getting this thing. Yeah, congrats, bro. Congrats, 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 me through. Congrats. I was relaxing. But I still ain't missing no basketball. God damn right. <laughs> I ain't missing no basketball. Bubble basketball has been a blessing. I'm, I, I know we didn't want it. I know we wanted solidarity. We wanted, you know, keep the keep the message alive, which they have still been doing. Each player has still that that said they wanted, you know, keep it going. They've been saying the same thing. They've been wearing, you know, shirts, shoes, still yeah. relaying the message, keeping the message alive. So they have been doing that. So commend them to that. But the product of actual basketball has been has been good. It took some adjustments. Phenomenal. It took some adjustments to get used to. Like they, the scrimmage games was awful. Listen, right? Yeah, we shouldn't be watching scrimmage games. That's that's our fault. When did we ever watch scrimmage games? We right, and they look like it. <laughs> they did. Jalil even mentioned that when he was up here last week. He said that. It was bad, and we, I was like, "Well, this bubble might not work." <laughs> they smoking layups like this, like <laughs> somebody smoked the layup, bro. I can't remember. It Lonzo, Lonzo ball. Yes, Lonzo, Lonzo ball. ball. Lonzo, look, they should just stay home because he didn't want to play. He's like, "Look, man, I'm over here trying to. I can't get nobody into the bubble. The only thing that is helping me is I can't be around my daddy." <laughs> Everything else is keeping me away from all the things that I love as a professional athlete. Oh, I don't want to be here. Lonzo, like, let's go. Like, can we go home? That's a fact. <laughs> he, was, he was hyped when they hear, oh, Zion can only play 15 minutes a game? They well, I'm only going to play 15 minutes a game. <laughs> well, that's the case. B.I. was ready to kill this man, bro, because B.I. Was, was ready for the buck. B.I. been ready. B.I. been one to hoop. Like, he, B.I. was fighting, ready to fight out there. B.I. wanted to play. It was like, when we step on the court, we hooping. I don't okay. care if it's a scrimmage. I don't care if it's spades. We here to win. He going to whoop Lonzo ass before this is all over. I guarantee you that. He going to get traded. Yeah, but I ain't got to worry about it. You didn't get the coach fine, so we can see how that's going to go. Yeah, that's a fact. But man, I mean, your sons though. Look, man. Yeah. <laughs> look, man. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and brag and say I seen this coming. But all I have said previously is like we got some good pieces. When we hired Monty Williams, I was like, that is a great hire because mm -hmm. he's a players' coach. He listened to his players, and people really like him. Now we just gotta get it all together. We have to find our, our our lineups, and like I said before, having we didn't have Kelly Oubre, but when we got DeAndre Aiden back, I always said he can hoop. He just got to get better on the defensive end. He can't be a liability. He not only got better on the defensive end, but he started shooting threes. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons. So it's like, <laughs> like yo, 
top to bottom, we got we have talent. We have good young talent. It's just you gotta you gotta bring it all together. And people forget Devin Booker been in the league for a minute, but he's still super young. Yeah, so add the bean. He, add the bean, bro. Don't leave it off. <laughs> Devin Bean Booker. <laughs> That's the whole name, bro. Look, so so you know, all, like you always know the boy gonna hoop and Cam Johnson, the rookie that we reached for. It's quote unquote. He doing exactly what he doing. It's like I, I saw like one of the Suns reporters. He put he broke it down perfectly. He said Cam Johnson is who he thought Devin Booker would be coming into the league, just a spot up three point shooter. And that's not a knock on him, but that's even a, a better praise of Devin to yeah. show that he's got an all around game. Yeah, like, that that boy can cook like yeah. everywhere. And I think the underrated player that we got that's really going to hold a lot of things together is Mikael Bridges. I like Mikael Bridges, and now that he's more comfortable offensively, that boy is a defensive stopper. Like, he he, I like he be shut. I like him anyway. So, yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, I think that, you know, after this bubble and going into next year, I think that old Devin Booker need to lead the sun stuff. I think that could start to slow down because I think now you're starting to see that, okay, we – we are doing something. They making it seem like the Suns is like just one of the worst franchises in NBA history. The Suns ain't that. The Suns is a top five winning organization of all time in the NBA. They got one of the best winning percentages in all of the NBA history. So it ain't like they just been some, you know, terrible ass franchise. I mean, when I don't hear some of these other players, you know, when they go to other places, oh, they got to lead this. They got, nah, come on. And, 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 and I... And, and like y'all said, don't forget the bean. So Devin Booker, if he, if that's his dog, you think he gonna kind of you know try and join the super team, or he gonna stick with it like the bean did? I mean, Kobe tried to get him out of there a couple times. Oh, he did. But everybody <laughs> forget to mention that though. Everybody forget to mention that. It, it was bad when he tried to leave though. He ultimately stayed though, and so yeah, it was like, ain't nothing, bro. That's human, and so it's like ain't nothing wrong to second guess, especially if they're not gonna do what you need and what kept. Kobe staying every time. They went out and got what he needed. And that's all he really wanted them to do. Yeah, he put um, pressure in But what you were saying, I'm going to sit here and brag because I, I don't know what episode it was, but I said when we – NBA preseason, I said the Suns were going to be a problem. Now, granted, it had to take the bubble to happen for them to be a problem, but, you know, it is what it is. Life is life. You know, none of us can predict it. They look like a team. Shout out to Monty, man, because – well, you got these boys rolling. Mikel Bridges, like you said, AJ, he's glued. He's glued. DeAndre showing up like I knew he would. I knew he could play defense. You can't be that big and can't play defense. Yeah. You ever seen any knees cancer play it. basketball? But those dudes have no effort and no heart. One thing I knew about DeAndre is that he had both of those. So effort and heart is really all you need for defense. And let me talk to you all about the book, right? You said we thought he was going to be a spot up. Three-point shooter, I saw the book in high school live, AAU circuit. He used to play for the Alabama Challenge, and he was just like this on the circuit. They, they, they used to call him Kobe back then. It just, when he went to college, you know, they, they – He got in Cal's offense. Yeah, they want you to be a part of the team and play the team way, so he really couldn't do those things. But I knew once mm -hmm. he got unleashed that he was going to be the book, Devin Bean Booker, man. So it's like – I, I'm 100% sold, and then y'all, 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 y'all draft picks are showing up. I personally wouldn't leave the Suns because I feel like the Suns, 
is is they on the rise. And a lot of the other, the, a lot of the super teams, they, they kind of got older players. You feel what I'm saying? Ka- Kawhi's, Kawhi's older. LeBron is older. That's two super teams already. Like then you got you got Milwaukee and them. They are young, but I think that you know Phoenix and Milwaukee might be the future. Um, come on, hold on. Let's 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 let me let me let me let me read. Go ahead. I, 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 I seen it. 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 I'm not talking immediate future. I'm talking two or three years. So don't 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 get too. I, just, I understand. I just want you to come back. Come come on now. Come break the brain down a little bit. Now let's think about it though. They heat that. Me personally, I've been telling um AJ personally. I'm like he need to get up out of there. He need mm-hmm. to leave. Should have been left. Put pressure on. Put the pressure on the front office to do something. Mm-hmm. Now they do have pieces. Now, now you actually can look at your team like you know what, I can pass it to him. Like this is a this is yeah. an NBA play. Like AJ said in one of the episodes, he like we actually have NBA players now. Like I, I said that when we went out and got Sarge and stuff yeah. coming into the season, I was like, remember you said NBA that. players, yeah. But, but now, but this is the thing. Don't get don't get complacent. Don't get no let up. Don't get hype oh, off yeah. the eight eight oh bubble. I'm talking about like basically Booker. Don't yeah. get hype off the eight oh bubble and we, yeah. you know. Nobody cared about us. We didn't have no televised games in the bubble and none of that. Think about it now. The Grizzlies is a year away. They too early. They too early. Yeah. They way too early. Nobody expected the Grizzlies to be where they they were. They was the eighth seed basically the entire time. Mm -hmm. They waited till the bubble to start tricking it, but understand. I do, but. I'm not sold on the Pelicans, but they're a young squad too. They're a young squad too coming. But the Warriors are going to be back next year. Yeah. It's going to be trouble. It's going to be tough for these Suns to, to still crack this AC next year. The Blazers are still, once again, the Blazers are still wasn't supposed to be as trash as they were. They had a lot of injuries and just so happened, you know, this bubble saved them and they made it to the AC, but they're not going to be as trash as they were, they was either. So it's like. I think the, the, the bottom, like three for the, like, you know, seven, eight. The six, seven, and eighth seed is going to be real competitive because, once again, DeAndre Ayton, dumbass, got suspended for 25 right before the, you know the shit, everything popped up. So I think that that hurts a lot of the chem- that hurt a lot of the chemistry early on as well. And then um, Aaron Baines, he was balling for us, but we actually didn't have him. So that's the like the our that second unit is actually really good because now going into the next season, we didn't have Aaron Baines and Kelly Oubre in the bubble. And so mm-hmm. those two other pieces, so that just adds to the depth. So who knows? Like you could either put Mikael Bridges or Aaron Bank. I mean, Mikael Bridges or Kelly Oubre on the second unit and let them take over, or you could have them together and then put Cam Johnson on the second unit. So you just money has options now. Yeah. So I think, like you said, Memphis, you know, Memphis, Portland, uh, you know, all like those. Those bottom teams, uh, like for that playoff, that race there is going to be right. real competitive. And then, hold on, you know, who knows, who knows what other teams going to fall off? The Thunder was, ain't supposed to be bring up the Thunder. They not supposed to be here. Yeah, they not. And they about to get a rock as hell in this first round. Schroeder, you know that's my sixth man of the year. That's mine. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody, everybody probably gonna have Lou Will because that's the way you know that's what ESPN said. But but you know why I can't give it to Lou Will because bro, Montrell is so close to him. like they 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 both kind of come in next. You feel me? Yeah. And Montrell is making this major. I mean, he been hurt recently, but we looking at the whole season. We talking about the whole yeah. season. Right? Boy yeah. was making an impact coming off the bench. 
a serious one. So it's like, I cannot, can I say Lou Will when you, uh, it's close. And we know for a fact, Schroeder is the sixth man on the, on the Thunder. He leads, he leads the NBA in bitch points. And the Thunder not supposed to be there. What, what else? And he plays, he plays, he plays somewhat good. He's a pest on defense. So it's like, I'm not saying he's a great defender, but he's going to get on your nerves on that court. Like you said, you said a pest. Like you said, I understood what you to, meant. Like you said, he annoying. Like he's annoying, bro. To be, <laughs> to be a, a a solid defender in the NBA, it takes absolutely no skill. You just gotta try. Absolutely. You just gotta want to. That's literally all it is. Like to if you are considered a bad defensive player in the NBA, it's because you don't want to. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much. That's all it is. Like you said, that's it. Like you said, because so, I remember. And for that point right there and there, I know everybody like to pile on Steph. They like, yo, Steph was a liability on defense. He tried. He he do be trying. Because Steph, Steph will get past the lane. Steph will be getting you. So he'll get you some steals. And- yeah, he'll pluck you. He'll pluck you. Don't, yeah. don't throw it to the big man when Steph is around. He's so, getting that, bro. It's cookie. But, yeah. you know, sometimes, like he it's said, just, sometimes he just – It's just hard for Steph when he go heads up against somebody like Russ or somebody, especially like – like, because Russ a little bit bigger than, like, yeah. stronger than him. So it, it's tough for him to guard people like that. I mean. Right, but like I said, we ain't never said, you know, Steph don't. Get it back. Yeah. 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 And then I tell you, and I tell you what, Steph may give up a layup, but he going to get that pack. He going to get them points back. Yeah, that's a fact. So that's, that's, that's some defense right there. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Steph, like, my defense is my offense. Yeah. That's a fact. Man. So Man. speaking, so as, as we talk talking about bubbles. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna jump the ship here a little bit. Uh-oh. So the NFL bubble player got cut for sneaking yeah. a, 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 a nice little tenderoni in this hotel room. <laughs> yeah, that was not a nice little tenderoni at all. <laughs> Did you see the picture? That was not a nice tenderoni at all. Not at all. Shorty was hit. We Shorty are not- was hit. We are not going to subject women to ridicule. Of she, she has a personality as well. She could probably be a great I'm proud lady. Of you, I'm proud of you. But <laughs> my thing work, is, I'm gonna do that shit. My, my whole thing, you know, how, you're not worth it if I got to sneak you in my hotel. Why can't I come to where you at? You don't got no place for us to go. Because I think if you're gone, out of that NFL bubble, the team's bubble for a certain amount of time, I think you you violate too. So it's like, yeah. We don't know the NFL bubble rules. We don't. That's, okay. So that's what's going to take me to my next point. And like, why don't we know this? Because it's not official bubble. It's not. It, it's they, 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 they basically, they, t- they took half of Cannon's plan and, and they were like, oh, he said this. All right, cool. We out. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, they telling y'all to bubble yourself. How does that work, bro? And you see, and you see what they doing, sneaking tenderoni. <laughs> but before, okay, before we get to, you are undrafted free agent. Yeah, I'm following all rules. I'm, no I'm not leaving my room. It's no preseason. Every rep is basically mental. Is no, it's, every rep is is vital to your making the team. Yeah. I ain't doing nothing to jeopardize that. Not bro. You know what I'm saying? I know I don't, like as an undraft as an undrafted free agent, I might not even text you back. Like I'm in this playbook. I'm trying yeah. to get I'm in my room doing like doing my backpedal steps. I'm covering the lamps. I'm doing it all. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm like, look, 
Ain't no leaving. Like, bro, the season's starting 28 days. But it's no preseason. Why you want to put it at Jeopardy? So but that, that's what I'm saying, yo. The season's starting 28 days. Go ahead, Kanan. The positive tests are going to put the whole thing at Jeopardy, right? So it's like you being selfish. And that's kind of, it's, it's like America's mentality. You talked about how they're doing it and, and and doing things in Mexico, but it's like in America, everybody goes for self, right? He's yeah. like, I've got to bring my tenderoni. Like, bro, you can't sacrifice the tenderoni. Like, come on, dog. Like, if we start getting positive tests, we're not going to get paid. So just don't bring people into whatever little bubble thing, whatever your team's decided on. Bro, don't violate that right now. You know what's happening when people are violating the CDC rules and not wearing masks and going out. They're going to school in Georgia, and you see what's happening. Bro, that's you know, sick. You know, and we talk about this man being an undrafted free agent. Speaking of this COVID stuff, this might be the best time for you to make the team because someone ahead of you might get COVID. Yeah. Like, just – all you got to do is just be there, be present, and make a little bit of noise during the first couple games and get your reps in during practice. You can look sweet as hell during practice and might just stick around and make the IR COVID list or whatever, like be that on that practice squad. And somebody, you never know what might happen. You never but know. This, you know what's crazy? Let's think, let's think, I bet you um, Sierra could have came to the bubble. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jamal Adams could have brought, brought Bernice to the bubble. And they wouldn't anybody to, to the to the bubble. But you, yeah, undrafted free agent. Yeah. Somebody we had to call and say hey, you want to come in. You are expendable. Yes. So now we're gonna make you. We're gonna make you a meme. We're gonna make you an example. We're gonna show you what not to do. You are the poster child of what not to do. Obviously, you really probably wasn't that good because you went undrafted. Of course, I, we got some undrafted you know stories. I was about to say, I wasn't, I wasn't even gonna say that. I, not even that you're not that good, but you got you. We don't know that you that good, so you got to prove yourself. And guess what? Now you about to be working for an, uh, an insurance company, bagging groceries, or wherever the hell you about to be at. Because I don't think no other team gonna sign you now. Because you know, it's more in the NFL. It's more about talent, right? It's about player conduct and you clearly don't make good decisions so it's like that's really why you went undrafted your decision i can't trust your judgment so i can't trust you on my team and you brought you did you see shorty just you can't trust his judgment i'm so i ain't pulling the aj you cannot trust his judgment right then and then bro. shorty was not worth it come on now but what, what i can say is ain't no piece of pussy ever been good enough for me to risk my job I, 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 throughout history, I don't care. Dramatic name of you. Good name of you, but we know that won't it. That won't it. Yeah, that won't yeah. it. No way. See, see when I see, see when I see you, Shawty. Yeah, no mm -hmm. way. But let's 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 off the bubble. Well, back to the bubble. We still in the bubble. Back to the bubble. We went to the NBA bubble. Yeah, because okay. I want to say something about the NBA bubble. Go ahead. Oh, I just, I just feel like, man, the NBA bubble is – they have taken upon themselves to be a model for the United States, man. It is possible for us to get back to doing some of the things we love if we do like Hill did when he traveled and do it responsibly. I'm seeing a lot of people across America, like on my timeline, on, on, on the news, just out and about in close quarters with lots of people, no masks, nothing. 
No because they turn they turn this pandemic into a political issue. Yeah, and do. when I say they, yeah. I'm talking about this dumbass president we get. All right, yeah. it it's a it's a political issue. It's not an issue of common sense. It's not an issue. It's not an issue of just doing the responsible thing. Now it's oh, they're trying to take your rights away. They're trying to make you live in fear. They're trying to do this, this, and this. No dummy, just put on a damn mask. Like, how would you feel when you went to the dentist and your dentist is in your face without a mask on? Huh? You'd be upset. You would be mad as hell. All right, put on a goddamn mask so when we walk, when we come in contact with each other, it's not just for me. It's for you too, because now we both have a barrier. That's like, never mind. I'm going to use that example. We trying to get back to normal. You like. We just trying to want it. We trying to make this a short time sacrifice mm -hmm. for life. What lifetime paradise? That's what we paradise. trying to do. <laughs> that's what we trying to do. We are the only country that's not back to normal for for. Everybody else is just you know what I mean they they good now they good. It's a little bit of it's a little, little bit of precaution still here and there, but not, this is karma. Trump wanted to build the wall. They said okay, we yeah. got one. Y'all yeah. keep all y'all motherfucking ass over there in America. Mm -hmm. When you don't, when you have improper leadership, and it's it, it, it trickled down. It's, it's it's obvious. It's like it's crazy. Like it's pathetic. But hey, we ain't want to get political. This, this ain't a this is not a political okay. podcast. We are just a podcast for the people. We just had so, like, know how stupid some of y'all are. Adam Silver has been one of the best commissioners of sport in his short period. tenure. Period. He went. He he might he might be one of the best. He might he might be better than Stern. He might be. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some time. But he's done, he's done a lot in a short in a short stint, like you said. And whatever whatever major challenge has approached him, he's been swift. Like, bro, he's swift with the pen. He's not playing around. He's not waiting for outsiders to tell him what he should do. He's doing in his heart what he knows is best for the league and for the people that are a part of the league. But he is the listening only thing, to the outside. Go ahead. The, on, no, the he only is. thing I can the only thing I can say about Silver that I, I knock him about the bubble is that Roger Goodell last suspension of Giannis. Like Giannis wasn't gonna play that game anyway. So you suspend his ass for one. That was the most Roger Goodell shit I've never seen. I ain't mad. I don't want to see players getting suspended for stuff like that anyway. I take go back to taking that out. I want to see a little No, bit. no, no. I, I get that, but to me, like, don't suspend him. It was a rock and a hard place. I get that, but to me, like, hey, find them. We don't want that here. We don't do yeah, that here. Because if you don't, because if you don't, if you don't suspend them, you already show. They already saying it's preparation treatment because he's an MVP. He's a star. So, you yeah, yeah. But you're not gonna come out and say that. You know, you're not gonna come out and say. You can't get the same thing that the MVP gets. We just talked about this undrafted free agent trying to do what Russell or Jamal Adams gonna do. You can't. Do it. If you're not an MVP, don't walk around ahead by people. If you're an MVP, guess what? You might can get away with that. But as a fan, I want to see players lose the somewhat control sometimes. It's good TV to me. Yeah, but I'm. I, but like I said, this is bubble basketball. Like I said, we yeah. still want to see the best players. Like That's I said, we've been lucky enough. We haven't had a we we haven't had a lot of injuries other than Ben Simmons getting hurt. You know, CJ McCullough hurt his back. He's still been playing. Let, let's but, be real. We talking about blowing up. We talking. We talking about blowing up like the Suns. Can we blow up the Sixers? 
Get, get yeah, Ben Simmons out of there. Blow up the city. I hate that. Now they need to trust the process, bro. Trust the pro. That's their thing, right? Trust it. I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate that. Pro- I hate not that process. I hate that. I hate that narrative around them that they can't fit together or they can't work together. No, y'all don't know how to build a team around them. That's mm-hmm. the issue. Like you said, you have a great talent. Ben, of course, he can't shoot. He don't shoot, but he's still a beast. He's still, yeah. he's still good. Great defender, passer. He can score. He can do all that. He just can't shoot. He's great. And B, got to get him in shape. Got to keep him healthy. I'm not blowing this up to to do to to be the same exact team. No, I'm going to find a way to bring some players in that fit with them perfectly. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not about to blow. I hate this blowing up. You can't keep finding great players. Like you keep, they always want to blow something up. Like now, just need a coach that's going to not allow Ben Simmons to be a (laughs) shot. Just bro, just play the four. That's all I want you to do, bro. I just want you to be a four, bro. That's it. Get give me some boards, play some defense, and get your shot off. Like it don't have to be a jump shot, bro. Get just get a bucket. And I know you can do that, but it's like he is infatuated and just wants to become a shooter. And I get it. Do that on your he own. He doesn't want to become a shooter. <laughs> don't want to become a shooter because you know why? Shooter shoot. I shoot my shot. Yeah, that's a fact. Not anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, like, shooters go shoot. And if, I, you don't need to see no sports psychiatrist. You don't need to do none of that. They ain't guarding you close anyway because they know they're not picking you up from half court. They're not giving you the Dame treatment. They're going to let you. They, if you're behind the arc, they're going to give that to you until you start making it. So it ain't, oh, you know, no, just shoot. Shoot. Rondo couldn't shoot, but he'd be like, all right, fuck it. Let that thing fly. I've seen I've seen Joe Kim Noah hit the shot clock before. Because he had a wide open shot. Yep. Just shoot it. Speaking of Dane, I'm it's funny to it's funny to us every time. It's like we always we've been early to the parties. Like we've been showing Dane love. Like we not surprised that Dane. I'm surprised that everybody how how's responding of every of Dame like the rid- skip Bailey stuff man like, well it's a lot of Dame hate out there and I don't understand why like one we didn't see basketball for a long time when we finally do get to see basketball we see Dame giving us an elite level which he really looks to me like COVID hurt him bro like he he what what you were supposed to do in COVID was realize things that we took for granted and he realized that he might have took playing basketball in the NBA for granted. And so it looks like he he made a promise to himself if given the opportunity to get back, I'm going blood. And this man is going blood. He he clearly don't want basketball to ever be taken from him again. And we can't appreciate that. We can't appreciate a cold-hearted baller. What? It's crazy. But the fact that pre-bubble, he personally himself was cooking. Cooking, bro. Like he was cooking. Like cooking. He was doing this. I was like, say pre-bubble. They had a lot of injuries. Like they had a lot of injuries. They say they just got Yerkish back. Nurkic back. You know they got the big man Zach Collins. They might have lost him. They had to go get Melo because they lost Rodney Hood. Trevor Reason not in the bubble. Like they lost a lot of people. They had Melo, man. Yeah, a lot of teams. But that's but the you said that too. 
<laughs> we we said that too. But the hate that the hate that he's receiving now because he surpassed maybe your favorite point guard. I mean, it's trying to just give it up. I mean, Dame is here now. It's okay. We're not saying that those other point guards are good. Exactly. They're just bro. not as good as Dame. And they're not even playing right now. So it's like, <laughs> why can't and, we just appreciate the moment? I'm sorry, guys. Like, what? for everyone that's saying Dame hasn't won anything, neither has your favorite point guard on his own. I'm sorry. Dame has been the feature guy for a while on his team. Your favorite point guard had someone on his team that was better than him. That took him to the playoffs and got him, in, and, and got him into positions of, of being that guy. The only one that I could say really won a championship as the guy was Steph Curry. That's a fact. Steph, Steph Curry was the – He still had lots of support still. Okay, but he was – that was his team. He, he, was, he, was, he was that guy. Absolutely. I'll give you that. But everyone else, they was alone for the ride. Yes, they had a lot to do with it, but it, it wasn't your team. So – for all those who saying, how is Dame, you know, above this player, above this player, because he ain't did this, this, and this, your player ain't did that on their own either. So, yeah, I mean. Russ ain't got no chips. I keep people, people are upset that. <laughs> okay, no let's do it then. Let's let's take it there. <laughs> like Russ has no chips. So, it's like, you know, we want to give him the crown. He been hurt a lot, too, and missing a lot, too. He hurt so, now. Thank you. Thank you. Like, come on, bro. Dane, like y'all said, Dane has been where the two best players on his team are the backcourt. The mm -hmm. backcourt. Like, and when have we ever just seen no type of front court? I ain't talking about this year, but I'm talking about the Blazers in the past, right? It's really just been CJ and Dane. Cause they got better. They got better. The Blazers had got better since they lost Lamarcus Aldridge. Exactly. Like. They got cooked. Like, I mean, they had a couple, I mean, but they got better. And they were supposed to fall, they were supposed to fall off. Cause they they are terrorizing to backcourt and the wing, bro. Like they ain't stepping across half court and he's he got the he's greenlit, bro. Yeah. No go. And no go the thing is how how can you say so Dame made it to the Western Conference Finals and they they got beat by one of the best teams we've ever seen. So I mean I I don't understand how you could say like oh he hasn't done nothing when he was he was the reason that they were there. You know why Dame, Dame is outspoken man and he is not just Dame, but see that's the thing Dame's not outspoken Dame just respond he responds I don't understand I don't understand how all these players think that Dame is the one when he showed you okay I'm not just going to talk to you on Twitter when I get on this court I am busting your ass. Every single time. And y'all y'all know how I feel about Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is super, like, like yeah, he, 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 uh, to me, he got that KG syndrome to me. It's just like, you you all, you all, like, attitude and this aggression and stuff like that. And I just really feel like that's the front. You're selling wolf tickets. Because then once, once somebody starts busting your ass, you don't know how to react. I can't let you KG him, man. You can't KG Russ. I mean, evidence is evidence. I, I, show me something different. Dame, Dame, Dame cooking Mary time. <laughs> I understand that, but that's just that's just being getting beat. But KG was a he threw bricks and hit his hand. Like Russell don't do that. You feel me? 
He meant not throw bricks and hold his hand, but that one time Dane was guarding him and he fell and he was like this. Like, <laughs> that's the that's the lasting image in my head. I, that, that just mean like, hey, what are you doing? My whole thing, my whole thing, Bo, was like I say, we, we, we always embrace debate. Well, I, I embrace debate, you know, if you're knowledgeable, we get it. Like I say, I have Dane, you know, I have Dane ranked up there. Like I said, he's behind Steph now. Like, mm-hmm. well, he's behind Steph. He's number two, in my opinion. Yep. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. Like I said, if you want to, like you said, we have Russell Westbrook, you want to, you know, because he's still, you know, triple-doubles are still, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. You know what I'm saying? And we not, and I'm not saying, like I said, we, we praise Russell here. Like I said, it's a meme still on, on the page. You go check it like, hey, we need to praise him a little bit more because we've never seen this trip, this triple double thing as much multiple times as we've seen. So we showed him love. You know, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not, it's just a preference at this point. It's a preference. But we've been early to the party, so don't make it seem like we over here riding wave when we've been. If you've been listening, you'd have heard it before. <laughs> it's just plain and simple. And that's bitch. Say say that again. If you've been doing what? If you've been listening, you heard it before. We ain't riding wave. We are the way. You know, so just address this real quick about the listening. So many times we we post memes on our on our social media, and they are taken out of context. And the reason they're taken out of context is because people haven't heard. They haven't heard Deet. the context of it. So it's like if you are supporting our social media platform, you should just try to listen to the podcast every now and then, and maybe then you wouldn't just jump out there with uneducated thoughts about these memes. You would know exactly where we're coming from, and that's all I'm saying. When I want to post about somebody else, when I go into another sports group or whatever, and they and they do their memes or they do their quotes, I have to go back and get the, the background knowledge first before I just jump out there or I will look stupid. I'm just trying to get a free game. Like, don't, don't, don't just hop out there if you don't know what you're talking about. Just that simple, man. What we got next? So, um... DJ Khaled, he just screamed to the back. The Nas vocals, they're in. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> so are, are we are we anticipating this Nas album now that he has Hit Boy as his producer? And, and that age-old adage, quote-unquote, that Nas picked terrible beats can maybe get laid to rest? Or is this something that we anticipating? I mean, that's a fact. I hope so. Hit Boy can't miss. Hit boy, he can miss. <laughs> I, I, I can't, man. Hit boy, I like hit boy, man. I like, I, I, I like him. I respect him, but he just not up uh, as long as he is. As they rank him, I don't have him there. And the reason why I don't have him there because I got a battle coming up soon against <laughs> hit boy, and I, I, I he doesn't put no fear in me. I, as he, I don't think you should put no fear in you, but I, I, I like him, and I think I'm excited for this Nas album. Uh, I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to force him to get outside of his box. Um, and I good, think though. Hit Boy can provide a variety of type of beats for Nas. You know, Nas, he like to stay on those jazzy beats, man, those 1990 beats. And it's like, bro, hang <laughs> it up, man. <laughs> hang it up, bro. That era has came gone and went bro it's cool for nostalgic purposes every now and then but it's like i wanted for for years i've been wanting Nas to get some more some more heavy hitter beats and so it's like i hope 
you know, that we can see it. Um, just so we can see his versatility. Because every time I, you hear him on a good beat, it, he body. Body. Bodies it. Exactly. But for me personally, it's just certain points in life where it's just like, I'm not like, I, I understand, you know, who you are, what you've done, but I just ain't really looking for you at the moment. But I'm always open to listen. So if you put out some quality, then yes, I am going to go listen. But as far as something, as soon as this drop, I may not run to it. I mean, depending on what is released, when it's released, I mean, I might get to it. But it may, it may not be the first thing that gets spans for me because it's like, I understand that you are Nas, but just like, I'm not running to it. The same way with whenever that Kanye, I, I was like, okay. I mean, it doesn't excite me that you're about to be on some Kanye beats, but I'll listen to it when, when it comes around. Not, not, I, would, I, I disagree with you on that one. Because like I said, we've been, like you said, like you stated, like he picked bad beats. He picked bad beats. So the anticipation of him on good beats or better beats, we know he's going to rap. Like, we know the lyrics is going to be there. So we just need the production just to be, just to match. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, like I said, of course I hate Kanye. You know I hate Kanye. But I felt that. Nothing he put out. You know, but that, (laughs) that was a good project. You know, felt there was some good throw. I mean, I felt it was a throwaway. What'd you say? He's relied over LES too much over his career, man. I just feel that, but when we come back for him and Hit Boy, I'm, I'm I'm going to listen to it. I don't know if it, off on surface the chemistry. It seems like a chemistry issue to me. Just my opinion. Maybe I can we'll respect see. that. We'll see. As long as he's not boxing with seven tracks, I feel like he should have a he should be able to open up. A plethora. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I think, like I said, I, we, for bare minimum, bare minimum, we know the lyrics is going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be sitting, you know, he's going to have content. He's going to be saying something. And Hit Boy, like I said, he's not trash. He's just not, you know, he's not trash. So the, he, and he know who he's dealing with. Yeah. You he know, he's not about to give him these Drake beats. You know what I'm saying? So he know who he's dealing with. It should be, it should be a good album. And it's been a while since he put out the album. So, and the last album was seven tracks, so it's just like, well, is that really an album? Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was an EP. EP. I can see EP. Yeah, little, you know, some throwaways right there. Some good. I can support this one because it's not with Kanye. Yeah, I feel you. I respect it. I'm gonna listen to it, man. I'm a Nas fan, and it's like, I got nothing else to do. It's like music drop. I, I listen to music, so it's like, I listen to local artists when they drop. So it's like, you know, I get on my bike and I just. I put on a new album just to see what it do, and I find what I like, and then I I I move from there. So and you that's like working out. Can you actually understand and get and get the 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 right feel for the music while riding your bike though? Absolutely, man. I put I I put one earpod in so I can still hear like traffic or something, but I be locked in, and it's like you could just you know you could just double tap on your pod to go back or go forward. So it's like. You know, I've been looking. I've been looking for D. Floyd, man, for Mr. a lot of money bags. And uh, D. Floyd, man, still have cords. He's a PC artist. I, he been getting me through the bike rides, man, for sure, for sure. So that's, that's different for me. Like I, don't, I definitely hate, not hate. I don't listen to new music in the gym. Now I may listen. I may give it a uh, if it's a thirty-minute um, joint. 
and I know I'm doing my cardio, mm-hmm. yeah, I may give it, I may go, I may listen to it then, but like doing my actual workout, I don't, I can't listen to new music because I can't grasp on what I'm really hearing or do I really like it because I'm, like, I'm, I'm working out. Yeah, yeah, I ain't working out. I'm just, I'm just cruising. You feel me? Yeah. And like, I, I, I be biking for like maybe, uh, we try to do anywhere from 70 to 90 minutes. So it's like, it's a good amount of time for me to get some music in. Mm-hmm. For me, mostly, like when I, when I, when I work out, although my fat ass don't really work out no more, <laughs> I'm listening to R&B because as I've learned in, like growing up high school, playing sports and stuff, if I'm listening to rap or something upbeat, I don't have no control like over my emotions. Like, <laughs> and I and I like I'm like I start getting sloppy. So R and B kind of keeps me in, in, like reined in. So if I'm if I'm lifting, I'm using the proper form and everything. If I'm running, I, I ain't looking up. Next thing I know, I didn't sprint it, you know, a quarter mile, and I still got three three to go. And I can't make it, you know what I mean? So it just helped me, it helped me keep my pace up. That's a fact. And plus, I just naturally listen to R&B a lot anyway, although I do listen to a lot of rap, but just like, if I'm just like, I'm an R&B head. Like, I, like if you go through my playlist, like my, like my library, I got so much R&B. And I think it's because now I've grasped at like how amazing, like <laughs> female, like not, women artists are. So, like, for a while, I didn't listen to, you know, women singers and stuff like that because I always thought, like, I can't relate to that or nothing like that. But, no, nah, they make some good-ass music. So, once I started listening to women artists, I don't listen to rap no more for real unless I'm, like, a, about to do something. Like, you give me the ox and I, we drive and we about to listen to some Snow Allegra or Sabrina Claudio or something. So don't never give me the ox when we about to go somewhere. Cause it's, it's gonna it's it's gonna be some sleepy ass music on this ride, and I might and I might start singing too. And I can't sing. We gonna listen to something. We gonna kill. We gonna kill four five people on this ride. You know what I'm saying? We kill four. I mean, if we if we gonna take it there, I got it. But you know, like if we just if we just ride to the stove, then what I ain't gonna do be crying in the back seat. that's a fact. Go, let me out. <laughs> you ride, you ride with me. You liable to call a couple exes. Yeah, you go. No, I ain't. Oh man, but <laughs> that's the, that's funny, man. But no, nah, that's a fact, AJ. That's one thing, like, bro, you will mess around and sprint listening to some rap music, and and now can't finish your workout because you done burnt out. Um, that is true. I, I do notice sometimes um, if if one of one of my jump around you know tracks come on, I, I do. I, I notice on, I can see it on my little watch on my little data tracker that my miles per hour go up, my my pedals per minute go up, everything. So it's just like okay, I gotta learn how to just chill, you know. But that's that just comes with with practice. So like anything, Man. practice make perfect. I went I went for a little run like two weeks ago and Crunk Ain't Dead came on. <laughs> I had the ice pack both my knees and an ankle. I'm out there like <laughs> that stop sign, I'm like <laughs> Crunk ain't dead, but I am. <laughs> Shit, I'm sweating just thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I just started laughing. Because I couldn't find my shirt. 
we keep we keep our thermostat on seventy eight round here. Don't even talk about thermostats, bro. I'm sorry, Kevin. And they told me Wednesday too, bro. Wow. Oh hell no. Nah, listen. But God has looked out. It's it's seventy something there, and where I'm at, so it's like, bro. We yeah, it ain't really hot. The fans and the, so it's like if, if God can get me to Wednesday, I, I would be grateful, man. I'm gonna be grateful regardless, but I, I need to Wednesday because if it hit 85 or higher, it's a wrap, bro. Yeah. And it's gonna be uh, on Zoom crib. doing uh, taking an ice bath on Zoom. I'm going to Hills Crib. Pull up, pull up. Shit, Hills sweating over there. Shit. No, I'm glistening. Oh, my bad. It's and it's not, I'm not even sweating anymore, actually. That's just the life. That's just the life. <laughs> yeah, that's I ain't even sweating no more. I did that. take a shower oh, before, we, before we started recording. I was a little hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't sweating no more. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing but the reflection. Nah, I ain't got no cut. I'm about to take that off. But <laughs> How much time we got left? Where we at? Where we at on time? I, don't, I can't see. I can't see. Um, Zoom don't tell you how long you've been on. we just been recording. So oh. fuck it. Keep on going. Say nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, we uh we did have a supporter question, didn't we? Y'all want to get that? Oh yeah, damn! I forgot all about that supporter question. We don't forget about oh, supporters. A supporter question in in a while. Y'all don't support us. Y'all, y'all don't support. Us. <laughs> we love y'all, though, man. We love y'all. They been, I mean, but they have been. Be quite honest, though, they've been real active in the Facebook group. Um, I love that, man. People been um. Getting yeah. thoughts off there, like you know, getting thoughts off there, posting stuff there. So it's so much fun being with y'all in these Facebook and our Facebook group because y'all don't know the hell that we went through and some of these other Facebook groups. Wow. So now that we can actually just relax on our own, yeah, like we just have fun with y'all, man. Man, it, it it really do feel it do feel good. Y'all don't, y'all really don't understand what we went through. Cannon Cannon got called a crack kid. <laughs> I got called. I got called a race baiter. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that same. I got called a race baiter too. And I, sometimes I literally just was talking about a black athlete. They're like, "Why you got to bring race into it?" I'm like, "I'm not. He's just black guy." <laughs> so, like for real, y'all really y'all don't think black. The, the the fact that our Facebook group is active and it's growing and like that's the fact we we definitely appreciate that. And we appreciate um, Instagram as well. Instagram still well. We still posting there. We still get the interaction, the DMs there. Um, yeah. We get it all. We 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 like all the interaction. We, like I said, we the voice of the people, so we keep keep it going. My guy, Daniel, Danny Hambone. I met him in Saint Lucia. Oh, that's the thing. I met him in Saint Lucia, and the funny thing about it, he went to Virginia State as well. He's a little wow. bit older than than me, but you can tell how the world is so small. Like mm-hmm. somebody that I actually went to school with and he lives in Massachusetts. So I had to like, I go to Massachusetts for work. So it's like, the world is definitely small, yo. So Six degrees. Uh, yeah, read that. Um, okay. I, got, I got you. Um, so Danny says, I have a question for you on your podcast. Will Dak Prescott show he's a better quarterback now because he's under Mike McCarthy? And are we seeing the limitations of Aaron Rodgers now that he's no longer under Mike McCarthy? I think that's an excellent question. Um, and I really, the reason why I like the question is because I don't think it would have been a topic unless he brought it up. And that's really why we need the supporters. Um, yeah. And wow. And to, to the rest of the supporters that send this question, 
take notes of how thought out this man's question is, man. Don't just send yeah. us these surface level questions that we can answer with one word. Mm -hmm. Like his question is going to take a deep dive. So shout out to him. So AJ, you first, because I'm no, ready. no, no. Let's unleash the dragon. <laughs> Let's unleash the dragon. Go yes. ahead, heal. The floor is yours. I was about to jump right here. Y'all been on this pod. Y'all know for a fact that I hate Scott Lindahan with everything in my mouth. But, bro, that's what that's what that been dealing with since he came in the league. He had to overcome an inept offense, a, 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 a vanilla game plan every week, week in and week out. Like, a predictable offense, no game planning, no no getting your wide receivers open. You just running out, you just running the same exact plays and just telling somebody to execute and be better than somebody. Now you have an actual coach that has coached a two Hall of Fame quarterbacks mm -hmm. that, that know how to use their weapons. Like, of course, okay, okay, McCarthy, he got comfortable. He got comfortable his last couple years in Green Bay. But you know what gets you uncomfortable? Getting your ass fired. Yeah. So what happened was, you know, you're like, ah, right, you know, they got stagnant. They got, you know, it is what it is. But his track record speaks for itself. And on top of that, okay, whatever you say, what you got to say about that, Prescott, it is what it is. Cool. These are some of the most weapons that Mike McCarthy has ever had. That's a fact. Come on now. We're just unleashing That's some of the things that one of the best. That Prescott, that Prescott has been – is a top 10 quarterback right now, and he's been held back. Yeah, without Mike McCarthy. Without Mike McCarthy. He can't do nothing but get better because you have somebody with a proven track record on getting quarterbacks better. And once Part again, one. I've, I've, I've never understood. Well, the only Hold on, AJ, that's a two-part No, 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 because no, we can stay with the part one. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my whole thing is first, first and foremost, I've never understood the Dak hate because, like Hill said, if you watch the Cowboys game, if you've seen, if you've seen more than one Cowboys game, so if you watch two Cowboys games, about a third one, you could predict plays. I can like literally, I can, I can, come on. I literally, I literally can start calling out plays, and you kind of get an idea. Okay, where's the ball going to? Is it going to be a run play? They handing the ball off to Zeke. And the routes that they run are fairly simple. And like Hill said, you got to go out there and just execute and be better than the person across from you. But when you look at, say, Mike Thomas, people always talk about, oh, all he does is run slants. Well, them slants be getting him wide the hell open. And if all you, if you know all he's running is slants, why is he open? Because Sean Payton schemes him open. What, why wouldn't you try and get your best player open? Why would you just say, hey, you're good. Go be gooder than him. No. Like, I'm going to let you be good with space. I'm going to let you be good and not have to worry about nobody around you. I'm going to be good and not have you try and press, the, like beat this press with a safety shade and over top. I'm going to do everything that I can put you in motion, have you come out the slot, do whatever the case may be, just to feed the player. Poor guy, man. Damn spectrum. Yeah. But you also didn't just say, here, just run right behind the center. God damn it, my connection is unstable. Am I good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. God damn it. But, um, yeah, so 
I, I don't understand how you could say Dak is overrated. Dak has been doing this with handcuffs on. Dak has been doing this. If I know the plays, I know the defense know the plays. So you have to – so it's just pure – like Dak's been doing this off of pure execution. He ain't been doing it because somebody's been making it easy for him. And people want to talk <laughs> about, oh, but the great quarterbacks. No, the great quarterbacks, they they are in systems where, you know, they it works to their strengths. They get people open. I Like, I don't know of a great quarterback who was in an offense where it was just like, okay, go be better. Because even, even Tom Brady, that offense wasn't just go be better than everybody else because guess yeah. what? It was a whole bunch of routes that's just going to get you open. You're not just trying to beat someone. It's route concepts, route combinations, and stuff like that to get everyone open. And it's quick stuff also. So it's quick because now I'm sending you a motion and then doing a quick whip route or a quick uh, drag route across the middle and stuff that is going to put the defense in a trail position, not just where they're going to be in your hip pocket. And so that's why Brady was always able to get these balls off quick. And then next thing you know, they got somebody running down the seam wide open because everybody's looking in front of them. It's it's the concept. It's not just here, run yeah. this 10-yard hitch. What do you think about it, um, Kenny? Um, well, I'm on record of already saying that I never I don't I never understood the Dak hate, number one. Um he's a top 10 quarterback, period. There's no way around it. Whether you like how he looked or not. But you do have to understand that he had an inferior coach in my eyes, head coach. Like, everybody, if they want to start with Scott Linehan, no, I want to start with Jason Garrett. I never liked Garrett as a head coach, even though he was able to get a lot of wins under Romo and all that. But the Cowboys did have a lot of talent. Mm -hmm. um, now you bring in, you know, fast forward. He did relinquish the reins a lot more to Scott Linehan under the Dak era. Um, and I think that Scott did some good things with that his first year, just trying to, you know, bring him into the NFL. But he never wanted to grow after that. He he just kept him in there, right? And it's like, bro, I've seen Dak do more NFL-type things at Texas A&M. So it's like, why are we sitting up here acting like he don't have an arm, like he can't read defenses? He can clearly do all the things that you need an NFL quarterback to do, which is why he's a top-ten quarterback. So now you think about it. Hill said it. You're bringing into me a Hall of Fame coach, right? He's not retired yet, but there's no doubt in my mind when Mike retires, he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Um, he has a track record of working with quarterbacks and, and getting the best out of them. I never thought that Aaron Rodgers would have been who he is, mm -hmm. right? He became the bad man under Mike McCartney. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to go to the, to, the, to the second part yet, but I just, listen, man, one, but everything that's going around, that's how I, I already felt about that. Now I feel like with the contract situation, he got a chip on his shoulder. And he got somebody who's going to believe in him. Why would Mike Carthy want to go there if he didn't believe in that? Talk to him. So now you got a quarterback who – I mean a coach who believes in a quarterback. You got a running game. You got, you got a passing game. And you have a defense. So it's like I don't see why this thing really can't be successful. Um, I see a great year coming from Dak, which which saddens me deep to my soul. Um, but it's just like, like AJ said, put the defense in trail positions. Everybody in the league is doing rub routes except for the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys. They're the only two teams that don't do rub routes. The only two teams. And I'm looking at other places like you get receivers that's not even good. They they getting yak yards and doing all this on, on teams 
and, and then you have a decent receiver, and we can't even scheme the man open because you're doing these basic plays that you never change up. Because to me, Jay Gruden is just like Scott Linehan. He had his whatever playbook he came to Washington with, he never changed it. And I, I and, told I'm, you. and I'm sorry. Told you. To, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> but I'm sorry to, to bring the skins into this, but I'm just trying to give them a No, no, no. Who? Of, of what it looks like. Bring the who into this? Player, Oh, uh, the the Washington football team. You're right. Okay, okay, I, okay. I, and I apologize to anybody that I just offended with that. But but I I, I wanted to use that example um, because that that's exactly what happens when a good player is handicapped by an inadequate coordinator or coach. And mm-hmm. that's simple to me. And so yes, I think you nailed it, Danny, with the question, man. Yes, I think Dak is going to do much better under Mike McCarthy. Let me just say something here. That pat like. For that, you talk about rub routes. Mm-hmm. We we assume to CD Lamb is going to be a, a good NFL receiver. So can you imagine how dangerous that could be as far as an offensive scheme putting Gallup and Cooper on one side together and then have CD on the other? Doing a rub. But this is the thing. We would have never got that with Jason Garrett. Ever. Or Sky Linehan because with Mike McCarthy, He's his receivers have all been interchangeable. All of them. They've all been been able to run all three wide receiver spots. It ain't yeah. just been just oh he a X. Yeah. He ain't just an X. He's just a Y. They yeah. get they interchange it. So that means you cannot game plan for one specific wide receiver. Mm-hmm. When you come with when Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan off it, you are X. Dez was the X. That's it. You ain't you ain't we ain't moving you nowhere else. Which is stupid. He threw up the X for a reason because that's all he was. And Beasley. Slack, you ain't doing nothing up. Every time, you ain't time. doing nothing up. Now, and, and I'm gonna show y'all the prime example. The the Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb ain't never looked like ain't do this in 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 Dallas. Randall Cobb ran, he, he was everywhere. Now, to be quite honest with Randall Cobb, he was better in the slot. Don't get me, don't get it wrong. But he ran every, he did everything in Green Bay. You gotta keep. But when he behind. came to Dallas, he came to Dallas. He was just solely slot. Yeah. That's it. Slot, that's it. You don't do nothing else. Now, he was better in the slot. That may just be his position. Don't get me wrong. But what that's, I'm saying is, what, 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 what I'm hot, yeah, that's what I'm highlighting. He made, because he went to the Pro Bowl before. Mm-hmm. And he went, you use him everywhere. You mm-hmm. you just don't put him in one, because if you got him on the same, you got him in one position, you know what your route concepts. You know what, yeah. like, they only can do but so much. From the slot. You feel me? Anyway, even though I said, yeah. you know, we, you got to move them around. You have to. And or you can easily game plan them out. You can you can double team. You can do everything you can. But how are you going to create mismatches and leave everybody at a designated spot? It, thank you. Thank you. And that's when you and then the, and you come at the press conference. You just say, but yeah, we just got to execute better every week. Like, come on, bro. I'm not trying to. I'm so glad Jason Garrett is gone. I'm so glad he's in New York, too. Um, second part. <laughs> are, we, are we seeing the limitations of Aaron Rodgers now that he is no longer under Mike McCarthy? I believe it. This, this is only 50% true. Because the reason why I say I believe it's only 50% true because um, the new coach definitely wants to run the ball more. Right. That's his, that's his whole thing. He wants to run the ball more. And on top of that, they have Devontae Adams and who else? And let's can let's talk about the O line. The O line is really the O line is is because I, I believe it was Bakhtiari who was hurt a lot last year. 
And he's their best. And that's what I'm saying. So he he's their best offensive lineman, and he's always hurt. And then let's not forget, I mean, it's Devontae Adams who else? Your old line ain't that good. And it's getting Aaron Rodgers hurt. And he kind of – he's 36. No. But the so fact it's just like – I won't say it's necessarily limit. Like, we, this is not necessarily saying are we seeing the limitations, but we are seeing the lack of, you know, hey, Aaron, it's more so of, hey, Aaron, go be Aaron of old. Not let's put some more pieces around him so we can keep this going. It's that's more so why of, he was the Aaron of old because he had pieces. Mm-hmm. He had I, I, pieces. I can't. I can't like I and we had we've had this discussion, but even okay, even then it's like you can't say I have pieces of you know then and still ask me to replicate this with God. You still can't ask me to replicate this down the line without the stuff that I had to do it with. That's like saying, hey, make a pizza and you don't give me no sauce, no cheese. All you give me is dough. I can make you some bread, but I can't make you a pizza. I can't make that pizza again. That's what it shows now. Like I said, what it shows now, that what I've been trying to explain to everybody else. And I'm we're off that Prescott, but everybody wants to blame that be like, oh, he got so many weapons. It's because of the weapons, it's not because of that Prescott. And I'm trying to highlight to everybody, every quarterback needs weapons. Every, every quarterback. quarterback needs you're not about to just go out there and just go out there and with, with plumbers. Like <laughs> and and every and everyone wants to talk about uh, you know, the the prime example, a lot of people will say not every quarterback's need weapons. I mean, they bring up Tom Brady. Tom Brady had some weapons. It may not be what you think, but they were perfect weapons for what they were running. They didn't, they, they didn't need, you know, to have, you know, A.J. Green, Julio Jones or something like that because that's not the routes they run. The reason why they can run out there with these five, eight white dudes is because guess what? The the thing that they love to say about them, you know, you know, the code is not quick but fast. You know what I mean? They they you know they're they're in and out those breaks and stuff like that. And then, but he always, he had Gronk for a lot of that stuff too. So you look at those runs. Like once he got Gronk, and they also took off. They also kept a uh, uh, they they keep running backs that can produce. They not they great literally will have like but they do their jobs, man. Um, my answer. I, I don't. I don't get fantasy football advice on this podcast because I'm in fantasy football with y'all. But the one thing, the one fantasy football I have advice I will give y'all is never draft a New England Patriot running back because they get never they get tandem. Because <laughs> you, you, you will think that he he will have a, a 175 yard two touchdown game and then will be benched for the next four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> You never know who's going to be that lead running back. So, look, dude, that's a true statement. Don't ever get fantasy football advice from AJ. If he's in the league with you, he definitely <laughs> sabotage you. I'm a definitely a recipient of that sabotage. He sold me a bill of goods, and he knew he was in multiple leagues with me. He knew I was going to go out there and, and believe it because he's my bro. They didn't know he was going to do me like that. But go ahead. The hate, the hate is real. No, no retort. Go the ahead, hate Kenny. It's real. I didn't know such thing. My answer to Danny about the Aaron Rodgers thing is I'm going to say no, man, because this is one, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCartney were together for so many years. So I feel like you can take Mike McCarthy out and Aaron Rodgers can still, you know, mantra or, or give you some of that stuff that was instilled in him over these years, right? And I just think it's, it's a growth process with him and the floor and, and their coaching staff, right? And so one is going to take time. One, um, is LaFleur, you know, does he know how to get the best out of all the positions like Mike McCarthy? Maybe not. 
but it, it's a work in progress. And like AJ said, he's just, he's an older guy. He's an older guy. There's a lot of tape on him now. And so it's like people can't actually game plan for the things that he likes to do best. And so when, when everything breaks down, of course, he's going to go and try to be Aaron Rodgers, the guy that could just squeeze a ball into any window. And, you know, as the older he gets, that ball is going to squeeze through, the, through those windows less and less and less. So I just think it's, it's actually attrition to why we're not seeing the same Aaron Rodgers. But I, I don't think we can write him off just yet. I feel like there's still some good and Aaron Rodgers left. To to go back to that point of him being age, remember when Aaron Rodgers was in his prime, he had legs too. He could move. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Aaron Rodgers could move. He could, he could scoop. He, got so now, he had two calf injuries over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and that's – prohibiting him from moving the way that he wants to. And that's a big part of his game was extending plays. Well, my thing is the, the limitations. He's, he's, he's human. He's human. He's human. Oh, absolutely. You got, like you said, he had, he's had weapons throughout his entire career. Like we're not about to sit here. I know they like to say, Oh, he didn't have weapons. That's, that's, that's bullshit. That's let's get that out of the way. He's had weapons his entire tenure in green Bay. He may not have had a defense, but he had some offense, and that offense was productive. Yeah, and that <laughs> offense was productive. Now, all of a sudden, you just have Devontae Adams, which is in – he's a top-10 wide receiver. You know, he's, he's a top wide receiver. You take him fantasy hell? Hell no. <laughs> hell no. Hey, man, <laughs> with, so let me, let me ask y'all this. With the narrative – like, with the narrative that, you know, people – you know – well, Are we seeing the fall off of Aaron Rodgers? Would, would it have been? God damn it, man! I'm about to go. I'm about to connect on like with through an Ethernet cable, like AOL or something. My, and, my, but, um, yeah, I know. But do you think the narrative around Aaron Rodgers would have changed as far as you know the tail end of his career had that man actually just grabbed the the, if, if they would have recovered that onside kick and he made it to that Super Bowl. Yeah, it would have helped. It definitely would have helped. One play in football can really change the course of your career. Yeah. Look at the look at the, the call for, for Dez. <laughs> that really altered his career, man. So it's like – and I still yeah. feel like Dez can be productive. on, on the, Just like Melo, I'm going to use the Melo analogy. Nobody mm-hmm. on him, and now the Blazers got him, and now he's going to be—he's going to contribute in the playoffs. Like he really is going to be a contributing piece. There's teams out there with trash, wide out cores, bro, and you're not signing. I, I just so don't. It, I don't. If, if if Anquan Bolden was able to play until he was 56, I know Dez could at least get a shot somewhere. And that's what I'm saying. And then I, speaking of Green Bay, I wrote this on the um. On, on, on Instagram they somewhere, him. they should get said, They signed Devin Funtress. They, you should have got Des Bryant. Like, come on now. But he opted out. But like I said, Devin Funtress opted out. So my thing is, whatever role that you had for slow Devin Funtress, give it to Des. You can't give it to Des. Like, I, I hope you don't. I hope you don't. I'm glad you don't. Not for Des' sake, but just don't. Don't Devin Funtress drop the ball more than hot hands handed. But we, see, <laughs> and he had multiple jobs. <laughs> but look, man, you don't know who that is, AJ. They don't. They went over, they went over their head. We're about to wrap it up with this, and we're gonna finish it up because hey, we man, don't wrap man. nothing up over here. You already know how time time it is over here with us. <laughs> but 
your guy finally spoke, Jerry Jones. Everybody been waiting for Jerry Jones to speak, and they know he couldn't hide his training camp. They know for a fact that when the training camp come, you know what I'm saying, we know you going to be in some front, front of some camera. So finally spoke, and, of course, he didn't say nothing that no, nobody wanted to hear. But that was my thing anyway. Y'all didn't want him to say nothing y'all wanted to hear. But go ahead. But he actually, I feel like, you know, he he took the political approach. I don't feel like he, you know, he said more than what he said in the past, which is, a, I don't know if you can still grow at his age, but it's it's like some type of growth. He said he's willing to me. Great. Yeah, yeah, he did just watching that disc scare me, just looking at him. And his eyes bloodshot. <laughs> but he said that the one thing that stood out to me among everything else, he said he's willing to give grace. He's not just coming out and say, like, I'm going to force y'all to stay. And he said, we're in different times. And we're we in crazy times or sensitive times is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes, I feel like that's the political thing because I feel like deep down he's going to tell his players, because that's how he feel, because he did make that clear how he feel about the flag. But we all know that this movement is not about the flag. Um, but I do think that's growth on his part. You know, I, I'm not trying to big up and say that he he's for the movement or anything, but it's like, what, what did we expect from him? I, I'm not going to bash him, you know what I'm saying? Because I know Jerry Jones, but I felt like he's done some type of learning in this time. Um, and willing to listen to, to at least other people. Um, just like how he said, I can't speak for Dak. Normally, he, I felt like a couple years ago he would have tried to. Um, he said, Dak will get on here later and speak for you about that. I can't speak for him. Um, and so, I, you know, I just see growth. I'm not going – I ain't I'm not on the Jerry Jones train or anything, but what I'm not going to do is just bash him just because I don't like him. Um, and that's what some of y'all need to learn how to do. Throw your biases out. <laughs> Throw your biases out, man. <laughs> you feel me? And, and answer a question – Objectively, not subjectively. Go ahead, AJ. Thank you, Adam Cannon. Yes, and I agree with you, Cannon. And that's why I believe we had this conversation here. It's just like, yeah, I I don't care what Jerry Jones has to say because I know what he's going to say. And so if he said, and if he says anything otherwise, I know it's not how he truly feels. He's literally trying to just smooth shit over so everybody could come and sing Kubaya and he can come make his money. I don't care. Like, bro. I've always been a part of, like, say what you mean. Don't come out here lying to me. Let me know how you really feel. I'm not about to – and see, this is why I'm not about to criticize someone because they oppose me. Because if, if I criticize you, people would want that criticism. They just going to come out here and tell you what they think you want to hear. Nah, I want to hear what you got to say. And we can either have a conversation after that. You may not like what I have to say and, and retort, but we going to talk. And, you know, it, it, that's how we're going to really – Get somewhere. Nobody is ever like nobody yeah. is ever gonna get anywhere trying to sugarcoat stuff, man. Like if we gonna if we gonna do this, we gonna have to have some some real conversation. And um, uh, he did now. Um, the the Texans owner, yeah, Bob McNair. Yeah, like like yeah. tell me what you tell me how you really feel, like bro. Like yeah. I like I know. And so for me now, it's just like you, you see how Jerry was trying to like step on eggshells and stuff like that because he's saying, you know, we're going to handle it with grace and mm-hmm. this, this and that. It leaves so much gray area and so much unsaid because he's trying to appease everyone and just continue things yeah. going like continuing. Mm-hmm. Like, I never I, I, I never understood why so many people wanted to hear from Jer- like Jerry Jones because we know, just like all these other owners, yeah. we know. 
Like they, 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 like the only, the only reason why, the only reason why people wanted to hear from Jerry Jones is, is because he's always been heard from. But because he's always been heard from, we know what he was gonna say. No, that's not why they wanted to hear from him. They wanted him because they wanted him to say something stupid. Yeah, they definitely did. They, they wanted, wanted him to say something stupid, <laughs> and they wanted to ridicule him because once again they hate the Cowboys. They didn't care about what he had to say. He could have came out. They, what they what, he could have came out and said, next thing you know, I'm about to be like Bernie Sanders. Yeah. They but then I'd have been like, okay, somebody, somebody help, because he's sick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter what he was going to say. It didn't matter none of that, because you didn't want to hear. Y'all done said it plenty of times. Y'all done said this on the thing plenty of times, man. Just like you said, show growth. Because he also said in that same interview, he said, hey, listen, some of y'all other fans are going to have to understand that this is different now. Yeah, he said Who that. are we talking to? He was you talking know, to his folks. He was yeah. talking to his folks. He said, now, hey, they may protest now. They yeah. may protest. Yeah, and y'all going to have to be receptive to this this time. Yeah. He's been talk- but he basically been about his bottom line the entire time. He yeah. hasn't. He never yeah. sugarcoated none of it. He bought this money. Yeah. He been bought this money. He was bought this money back then. Mm-hmm. When, everybody just, when everybody else didn't know what was going on and they tried to manipulate the narrative about making about the military, he was, hey, I'm about this money. I don't- and that's why he came out firm and like, listen, Y'all ain't about to protest out here. We America's team. We the only one that's nicknamed America's team. Everybody gave me flack. Oh, you trying to defend Jerry Jones? You want to do that? I'm like, I'm not defending Jerry Jones. I understand what he's doing. Yeah. It's about his money. That's why he went hard about saying he like, listen. Money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby. What happened? Nothing. See what you got to say? <laughs> nah, I was just saying some K-Camp. Why would you sing K-Camp? He's trying. Yeah, anyway, yeah, um, sorry. He's terrible. Yeah. All right. I'm on the way. Out of all the artists, out of all the artists, you can see some K camp. Because he has a song called Money Baby, Doofus. He bought his he bought it like he bought his money. You know what I'm saying? America's team. Like I said, we the only team that's nicknamed America's team. So that's why he jumped on the he jumped on like listen, we don't understand this narrative going on, but what we're gonna do is is represent America. Whatever it is what it is. This is money. Like I said, I wasn't panning wasn't defending him. It is what it is. Well, what I always do when it comes to Cowboys topic, I always throw everybody else under the bus. And I'm going to continue because I'm going to make it equal out here. Um, this is the first. Um, this is not the first incident that happened in Minnesota, right? Mm-mm. Where was they at for? Um, for Orlando Castillo. What was they at? They ain't say a word, right? Sleep. But now all of a sudden they got they um they they had everything ready for George Floyd, though, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what happened in Baltimore with Freddie Gray? That was they put Ray Lewis on the front line to st- um to stop um from stop us from protesting. Yeah, God, I hate but, uh, but look, first thing they do, they, they drop a statement though, right? Colin Kaepernick was on the 49ers, mm-hmm. they ain't say a word. Now, all of a sudden, they got Black Lives Matter flags out there now. Yeah. What was y'all at then? And they asked him to be quiet. Not only did they not say yeah. a word, they asked him to stop talking about this. But now, all of a sudden, now they, they Black Lives Matter out. Bob McNair, you know, he's deceased now. He said, you can't let the um, inmates run the asylum. You can't. That's what he said. Same thing Philly. Like I said, it's been plenty owners that said something stupid, but they ain't want, they, they weren't on the front line to hear from them. But you know but, what? But now, all of a sudden, you want to hear from Jerry Jones. How is him to say the same thing that they saying. But how is me doing a silent protest running the asylum? See that? See, 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 now you want to have a whole. Because, because, because we, we, this is about to be a two hour pod. Goddamn, because inmates, in trouble now. inmates do hunger strikes and protests all the time. And they're not, the, they not running the prison when they're doing it. 
they're just trying to get better food, better. <laughs> they're just trying to get better. So it's like, come on, like, I don't understand why these people just expect us to just take dirt and just keep taking it and not stand up for ourselves when if the tables were turned, they would do the same thing. And I know Bob and there is deceased, but bro, that was that was effing stupid. Yeah, I almost, I almost let it fly. It was stupid, man. It was ignorant, man. Okay, so my whole thing is so you can't silent protest. You can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't do no sit-ins. Nope. You can't loot. You can't nope. ride. You can't nope. march in the streets. The hell we supposed to do then? <laughs> Just take it is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> that sounds like rape to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, man, back to, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, and my whole thing was, and everybody that said something, that said something about, they want to hear from Jerry, right? So everybody definitely been hitting me up. Oh, where Jerry at? Where Jerry at? Where Jerry? I said, what y'all want him to say? You want him to act like he Black Lives Matter movement? No, no. That would be I, I, No, I asked him. I asked him. I, I, what do y'all want him to say? And you know they can't never answer that because they really don't care what he has to say. Because, like I said, if he'd have turned around, next thing you know it, Jerry, Jerry acting like he Bernie Sanders now, they wouldn't have believed it. They wouldn't have believed nothing. And they would have came at you for him front. Feel what I'm saying? It was like, it, they coming at you regardless. So I understand him. I, I, I completely understand your position, man. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, what y'all want? What y'all want him to say? And if you can't answer that question, it's nothing for me to talk about. Then on top of it, and, and Uncle Shay, you my guy, I rock with you and everything. He went so far and said, Jerry should have just went on Zoom and said something. For what? Just to make just, people happy? Just to make y'all happy? And then they're not going to be happy. And Jerry oh, said, oh. I, and Jerry said, that's why he said, people been writing me letters and all that. He said, listen, I'm not just going to go in there because y'all asked me because even when I tell you, you're still not going to accept it. So it's like, it is what it is. And that's why I said, I saw some growth in this because yeah. old Jerry Jones would have just came on there. But I felt like, we are in sensitive times that he at least was conscious of that. So I got to give, you know, I got to, I got to acknowledge. That was then, this is now. Yeah. What's the difference from him saying this than them, them other owners that I just named? Not What's the one. difference? Not one. Any owner, like all them teams then put out statements and all that stuff. And I believed none of it. None so of that. I we believe none of that. So why do I need somebody to put something out just so they can, just because you said it? It don't mean nothing if it's a lie. Man, that's just crazy. I just, I mean, that been burning me up since. Because I've been waiting for Jerry to say something, to be quite honest. I was so, I'm like, please hurry up and say something. Because they're getting on my damn nerves. But he said what he had to say. You can take it for what you want. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't care anyway. It, it is what it is. But Lakers and Six, you can't. <laughs> you can catch us on all major podcast platforms, three-man weave. Son's getting the seventh seed next year. What? I can see it. Yeah, what? I just wanted to say something because you said Lakers and Six. That's possible. In the show, damn it. Episode 76. You catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Suns is definitely not making the playoffs next year, but it is what it is. Um, Really screwed the pooch on that one. We out, man. <laughs> Brother, he in. <laughs> oh, I'm still trying to talk to you guys, man. It's been so yeah, long. Hit in on the thing. Yeah, but if we stop recording, though. <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> Let me open it.